house of prayer and to all of you who are looking in on this resurrection Sunday morning uh, first of all let me thank sister Danisha Hardaway and sister Sherry Hobson for making this uh, broadcast possible uh, I hope all is well with you and you are taking care of yourselves uh, during uh, these times which seems like times of uncertainty and that is going on in our world because of the spread of uh, this pandemic uh, this is wouldn't this is not a traditional uh, resurrection Sunday message but nevertheless is what God has uh, given me to uh, uh, to put on my heart to give to you uh, please know that all of you are in my prayers daily and I say it seems like times of uncertainty because uh, nothing happens in this world without either God's sovereign will, it means that he has caused it, or his permissive will, that he has allowed it to happen. Uh, just think, uh, it was God and nobody else who decided that Jesus would die on the cross on Good Friday for the forgiveness of the sins and be raised on Resurrection Sunday uh, for our justification, uh, being put right with God. 
and gave us eternal life. It is this gospel, uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, that is going to save us. Uh, this pandemic, uh, which we find ourselves a part of, God already knew about it long before it even got to us. And it was his decision alone, either by his sovereign will or his permissive will, uh, that it has taken place, not by any man or anybody else. Uh, for you see, it is God's wake-up call to the world. It is his grace and mercy to the world to accept the gospel of Jesus Christ and live. Uh, only a few short weeks ago, just think, only a few short weeks ago, the judgment of God seemed like it was on our front lawns. But today, it is knocking on our front doors. Uh, and so, God wants us to think about the meaning, the true meaning of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so I want to talk to you today, briefly using as my title, if I can, on this Resurrection Sunday, A God Decided. A God Decided. Our text for today will be the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 16. The Gospel of John... Chapter 3, verse 16, and for today I'll be looking at the King James Version. Uh, the first part of the verse we will look at is God's decision on the forgiveness of our sins. And the last part of the verse we will look at God's decision on his gift of eternal life to us. For it says that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Let us pray. Eternal God, we come to you today on this Resurrection Sunday. We come, Father, knowing that you are the one and only God and there is no other. We come glorifying, magnifying, exalting your holy name and thanking you for the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which gives us life, eternal life. And so, God, I pray not only uh, for all those who are looking in, but I pray for the world, Father, that we might know what thus says the Lord. And now, God, I ask, oh God, that you would use me to glorify and magnify your holy and your most magnificent name this morning, oh God. And to you be the glory forever and ever and ever. It is in the blessed, holy, and the matchless name of Jesus that we say thank you and amen. Now, according to the King James Version of the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16a, and it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so as we sit confined to our homes and self-quarantine, and we must remember above everything else 
that God loves us. We must remember that God loves us. And not with just any kind of love, but a self-sacrificial love. It cost him something to love us, and that cost was his only son. What we are experiencing during this pandemic is God's tough love. Um, you see, the only way God could have a meaningful relationship with us is for someone to pay the price for our sins. And in verse 16a of our text, it tells us that is exactly what happened. For the text tells us again, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Uh, this was God's decision and his decision alone because he loves us. Uh, not that we have done anything good to deserve it, but it was his decision. You see, Jesus died for our sins uh, to open up this relationship uh, with God uh, for our sakes. And this is John chapter 3, 16a is part of the gospel. It's Jesus' death and his burial. Now, first we ask ourselves the question, how did Jesus get through that tragic Good Friday? We need to know this so we will know how we can act though this pandemic that we are going through which is seems to be our Good Friday. Uh, God is uh, allowing the world to go through this what I call our Good Friday uh, this pandemic so we can realize the importance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Uh, there has to Just as there has to be a Good Friday, there has to be a Resurrection Sunday that follows it. And so how did Jesus get through this most trying time in his earthly life? The Bible is going to show us how he did it. And we find the answer in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 26, uh, verses 36 through 44, according to the King James Version He prayed. Let me say that again. He prayed. Let me say that one more time. He prayed. Not once, not twice, but three times. This text tells us, Then cometh Jesus with them unto a place called Gethsemane. And saith unto his disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and downhearted. Uh, then he saith unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorry. Sorrowful, even unto death. Tarry ye here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, O oh my father, 
if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. And he cometh unto his disciples, and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What would you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again, and the second time, and prayed, saying, O Father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again. For their eyes were sleepy, and he left them. And he went away again and prayed the third time saying the same words. And in the Gospel of Luke's account, it says the angels helped him, and he sweated blood due to the tremendous stress mentality. You see, Jesus knew that the cross lay ahead of him, along with all the pain and mentality and physicality that it would encounter on that cross. But I want you to know that he also knew that God had decided his fate long ago. And at this point in his life, facing Good Friday ahead of him, he needed to be prayed up with his father. You see, his prayer to God sustained him. And just as Jesus' prayer to God sustained him, our prayer to God will also sustain us through these times that we are going through. And so it is with us as we go through this pandemic, we need to make sure that we are prayed up with our Father. Now is not the time to get cute with our prayers, but to pray with our hearts. To God, who hears the prayer of his children, and he will sustain us through this pandemic, no matter how long it lasts. To God be the glory. Whether it happens, whatever happens, let it happen according to his will. And so God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Therefore, Jesus' death paid the penalty for our sins. But God just didn't stop there. For wherever there's a good Friday, there must be a resurrection Sunday. And that is soon to follow. And as I said earlier, as we go through our own good Friday right now during this uncertain times, but I tell you, our Resurrection Sunday is on the horizon. And I hear someone tell me, but Pastor, how can you know that? And how can you know that? And my answer is, when you are prayed up, you can see the end of the pandemic 
on the horizon. You must be prayed up. God heard the prophets when they prayed. God heard the apostles when they prayed to him. And God hears his church today when we pray to him. Pray, pray, and when you get tired of praying, pray some more. Prostrate yourself and pray to our God who is more than able to sustain us no matter what happens. Keep on praying. Pray to God for God hears the prayer of his people. And as I said earlier, God could have stopped at the death and burial of Jesus Christ and our sins would have been forgiven and that would have been it. But God didn't stop there. His love for us was so great that he raised his son from the dead for our justification and allowed us to have the gift of eternal life. Thank God for the Resurrection Sunday. Thank God for Resurrection Sunday. When Jesus rose from the dead and ascended into heaven and sat down at the right side of God, our gift of eternal life was secured. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah to our God. And no outbreak of virus or world wars or any other tragedy can change what God has already given us. Give God some glory. Let us praise and worship his holy name. And consider the second part of our sermon text, the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verse 16b, which tells us that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Uh, this part of the text is basically telling us that whosoever does not believe in the resurrection, resurrection of Jesus Christ is going to perish. So it is not the pandemic that we should fear. Because after all, it can only kill the body, but not the soul. But it is our unbelief of the resurrection of Jesus that we should fear. Because un the unbelief in it can destroy both body and soul. In fact, Matthew chapter 10 verses 26 through 30 tells us who we should be afraid of. For it says, so do not be afraid of people. Whatever is now covered up will be uncovered. And every secret will be made known. And what I am telling you in the dark, you must repeat in broad daylight. 
and what you have heard in private, you must announce from the housetops. Do not be afraid of those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of God who can destroy both body and soul in hell. For only a penny you can buy two sparrows. Yet not one sparrow falls to the ground without your father's consent. And as for you, even the hairs on your head have all been counted. So do not be afraid. You are worth much more than many sparrows. And I tell you to pray. And I tell you to pray some more. And I tell you to keep praying. And don't ever stop praying. When you wake up, pray. All through the day, pray. When you eat your breakfast, pray. When you go to sleep at night, pray to our God. For God hears the prayers of his people, especially during these times. And God will keep us safe. And so I tell you these warnings. I tell you the gospel of Jesus Christ is our get out of jail and get out of trouble card. And the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the key that opens the cell door of this life into the vast regions of eternal life. You see all the unpleasant things that happen in our world in the past and present are just warnings from God. Or I should say they are love taps from God to get our attention. He wants us to repent of our sins through his son Jesus so that we can have a relationship with him. These warnings or love taps are not meant by God to destroy us, but to get us to take inventory of our spiritual life and of its importance and to make us realize we will not survive without a close personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Again, the judgment day of God is coming and what we are going through now are just warning signs. This is why the resurrection of Jesus is so, so important. Because it is the only proof that God is going to give us to let us know that his judgment day is on the horizon. For in Acts chapter 17, verses 30 through 31, the apostle Paul tells us God has overlooked the times when people did not know him. But now he commands all of them everywhere to turn away from their evil ways for he has fixed a day. He has fixed a day in which he will judge the whole world with justice by means of a man 
he has chosen. And he has given proof of this to everyone by raising that man from death. And that man is Jesus Christ who lives today. I tell you, this gospel of Jesus Christ, of which the resurrection of Christ is a large part of, is the antidote that counteracts the spiritual poison of this world. It is the antidote that frees us from the spiritual and emotional poison that the pandemic is spreading across this world. But this pandemic does not define us. For what defines us is the gospel of Jesus Christ. It always has and it always will, no matter what happens. For we are a praying people. And God hears the prayer of his people. And when this virus has left us, and it will, we will still be standing and praying to our God. And so, my brothers and sisters, let us keep praying for one another. For I tell you that help is on the way. Let us pray for our families. Let us pray for our church family. Let us pray for the world. Let us pray for God hears the prayers of his people. And on this Resurrection Sunday, I want you to know that God understands what we're going through. I want you to know that God hears our prayers. So do not worry. Do not be afraid. But I tell you, trust in our God. He has brought us this far and he will not leave us. To him be the glory. 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 But in the meantime, just be still and don't panic and know that God loves you because he rose Jesus from the dead. And I tell you today, of all the things that are going on, that he lives. Jesus lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. He lives. And he will take care of us. He will take care of his people. To him be the glory. To God be the glory. To him Happy Resurrection Sunday. Happy Resurrection Sunday to you and your people. And to God be the glory. Don't ever, ever forget. Pray, 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 and keep praying. God bless you. Me and my wife send all of you our blessings to you. And from next Sunday, from this time on, you will hear a message from your pastor every Sunday at the same time. 
Keep safe, but remember that God has got your back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. To God be the glory. 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 Hallelujah. 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 And happy Resurrection Sunday. I love you with the love of the Lord.